episode of Live from the Insink Asylum. I'm your host, Paul Kitchen. And uh, this week, I think I'm going to focus on the 40 years of music, which I think this podcast basically is what it's all about. Uh, I'm currently working on a retrospective that is uh, currently configured as two double albums. And uh, it's the culmination of probably four or five years of uh, transferring a lot of music from different formats and then trying to remaster it best I can. You're not supposed to do that at home, but I do it anyway. And um, so I thought this week it would be interesting to try to uh, focus on the 40 years. So um, I went and looked for a track from 1978 to start with. And uh, I was just learning how to write songs back then. Uh, but I think the interesting thing is how I started learning how to multi-track before I had a multi-track. So, and this song is a good example of that. Uh, what I would do, and I'm really not clear exactly what equipment I was really using when I was doing it. I know I had a cassette deck, usually two cassette decks. And I had a bunch of cables and I had some kind of interface, you know, from something from Radio Shack. I may have it sitting in a box still, um, but it was a tangle of cables and some kind of a Radio Shack interface and uh, two cassette decks. And so what I would do would uh, do the initial stereo recording live. Um, so on this particular song, um, the drummer, Scott Rischabarger, we were actually recording at his parents' house in the basement, I believe. So we do an original, um, I mean, the initial live track with drums and guitar, which is stereo. And then I would take that home and bounce it over to another cassette deck and add, in this case, I added a vocal and another guitar, a lead guitar. And um, anybody that's done this kind of thing before knows it gets noisier and noisier. I tried to clean this up best I can. I'm not sure it'll actually be on Trip Note, the box that I'm working on, but uh, this is an interesting uh, song when I was finding my way in the songwriting process. Uh, it's called Nightmare. Check it out.
you know, when I listen to that, I still can't completely put together what's happening there. I, um, I had my uh, Gibson Melody Maker, which my mom bought for me when I was in, I don't know, ninth grade, 10th grade. Uh, I had one microphone, some kind of a shore microphone. Not sure what kind it was. I had my Fender Twin Reverb amplifier. And then I had a cassette deck. And I usually had to borrow the other cassette deck that I was bouncing down to. But the one thing I can't figure out is where is that reverb coming from? I think on some of the recordings at the beginning, it was coming from the Fender Twin Reverb. Somehow I was putting the microphone into there and taking it out of the direct out of the back, bypassing the speaker or something, who knows. Um, and at another time I did have an old PA system. I had a, a trainer PA system. And maybe I was using that and running that, using the reverb in that. That's possible too. So, eh, curious. So fast forward 10 years, but first, a word from our sponsor. Thank you for listening to Live from the Insync Asylum, brought to you by Starfish Real Estate in Vero Beach, Florida, helping buyers and sellers for 11 years now. Visit livinginvero.com for more info, and also visit paulkitchen.com for more music. So fast forward 10 years, um, by then I was certain I was heading for greatness, lots of laughs. Uh, but this is from the album Lost in Babylon, and um, I can go back through several of the collections of songs I did and usually can figure out what I was reading. And uh, at this time it was the Bible. And I remember I shared this uh, with someone at the job that I had at the time, and he looked at me and goes, Mr. Kitchen, are you a religious man? And uh, even though this song is called I Talk to Jesus, I never thought of it as a religious song. Uh, but check it out and let me know what you think. By this time, it's a track recording. I had a Tascam 38, and uh, I think I had a Rams aboard at the time. And I would mix that down to a two-track reel-to-reel, a TAC. And then I would bounce that over to a cassette or a DAT machine. And then later I would just mix down from the 8-track to the DAT. Here you go. I talked to Jesus.
minutes I talked to Jesus from 1988, lost in Babylon. There's a more traditional version, the way um, the band I had at that time when I wrote that song, did that song, that I'd like to find a decent version of that that I can share one of these days that I'm happy with and willing to share. Um, around that time, uh, this is after And We Dream, which I finished in 1993, I kind of went into a bit of a frustrated wasteland of not liking what I was doing with the music uh, and had a bunch of unfinished things. It was my period of not finishing when it began. And um, there was an album, Pot Shots from Over the Hill, not done, Fighting Gravity, mostly there, but I just never finished it. Uh, a couple of those things are going to show up on Trip Note. And then there was another one called Old Friends, which ultimately became a matter of time in 2001. And this song, One Heartbeat at a Time, is from around 1998, uh, an early version. This is a demo of it, uh, very rough around the edges in a completely different or slightly different feel than what ended up on A Matter of Time. One heartbeat at a time.
an unreleased version of One Heartbeat at a Time. Is it really unreleased anymore? Um, so, continuing on, we have to flash forward ten more years. But first, a word from our sponsor. Thank you for listening to Live from the Insync Asylum, brought to you by Starfish Real Estate in Vero Beach, Florida, helping buyers and sellers for 11 years now. Visit livinginvero.com for more info, and also visit paulkitchen.com for more music. So, continuing on, we have to flash forward 10 more years, and I was firmly in my uh, musical wasteland by that time not doing a whole lot. Uh, I store all of my audio in folders and pretty much by the year. And then when I look back in my 2008 folder, there's one song. And it was actually a re-recording of I Can't Get Along Without Her, which was on And We Dream. 
And around that same time, I recorded a, a funky little video that's still floating around on YouTube somewhere of this. So it's a different performance. I actually like it. And this will most likely be on Trip Note from 2008. This is I Can't Get Along With That.
band Can't Get Along Without Her. That's an unreleased uh, demo from 2008, uh, which was firmly in the middle of my wasteland period, which ran from 1993 to 2015, uh, when I finally put out something new, Living With Fiction. Um, earlier this year, I put out uh, what I think is really the follow-up to Living With Fiction, Blue Tattoo. And uh, this is the song, Teach My Heart, which was um, so generously commented about by David Crosby. I shared it with him on Twitter, and he came back and said, nice song, I like it. So for guys like me, that'll go a long way. I had a very good day that day. Uh, this is Teach My Heart, and it features my $100 lap steel in all its glory. Check it out. When I tell myself you're doing the best you can I know that I'm lying I know that I'm just making it through Part of me is stuck in there Circle 
waiting on a miracle Do what I can But you know I never lie Do what I can mentioned my lap steel. I ordered that from Amazon.com. I was up north and uh, I ordered a $95 lap steel. I think it was made by SX or something. I don't know if they still sell it there. They probably do. And uh, it had a little single coil pickup. And I had a Pod X3 Live with me at the time. And uh, I've been working. I had a little loop going and so I plugged that thing in and got some crazy uh, sound and played uh, a lead in standard tuning uh, for you know 10 or 15 minutes so uh, I later put a Seymour Duncan little 59 pickup in it 
So on this song, in the beginning, you hear the lab steel now, which has a different sound. Uh, and at the end of the song, um, I had started to wonder, I thought about that piece from 2012, because it, it had parts in it that I really liked in the solo uh, that reminded me some things. And so I went back, and sure enough, it was in the same key. And I figured out how to paste the majority of what that kind of groove was at the, the end of uh, Teach My Heart with a lot of the 2018 stuff going on as well. And it all just kind of meshed together pretty cool. So the slide at the beginning of that song is 2018. The solo at the end is 2012. Very cool. Things you can do nowadays. Uh, and that's it. That's another one in the books, folks. Um, the Blue Tattoo CD is available on Amazon.com now. I designed the artwork for that. I think it looks pretty cool. I know a lot of people don't buy CDs anymore, but hey, it'll be worth a fortune someday. I hope to see you soon. Until then, take care of yourself. from the Insink Asylum, brought to you by Starfish Real Estate in Vero Beach, Florida, helping buyers and sellers for 11 years now. Visit livinginvero.com for more info, and also visit paulkitchen.com for more music.